Sunday, 9 p.m. European time, and it's the Norwegian Ham Radio Show. Yep. We got a couple of people out today, uh, Tobias as uh, sick and Walt as a wife. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and Walt, uh, we're not saying this in a, in a mean way. Uh, we know what it's like. It was more like he was the only one. So there uh, hasn't been any change of uh, situations, has there? Yeah, yeah, he's still married. Uh, yeah. It's just that the, he had to do family things today. I think so. Uh, uh, sounded more like he was the only one still married. So, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm still married as far as I know. Um, yeah, me too, as far as I know. It's, yeah, yeah. everything seemed all right when I got home. So nobody told me. <laughs> we'll see after the stream. Yeah, um, we'll and there's a little bit of announcement um, because the European Ham Radio Show is not only on video now. Um, let me see if I can bring the um, right page up here. We are now a podcast. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, whatever, Fi, every Fi, Hi Fi, uh, everywhere you listen to your podcast, I think, because this podcast thing is uh, a lot more complicated than uh, YouTube. But uh, we're on a podcast, and the podcast is simply just the audio feed from our live shows. So if you watch this, please w listen to the podcast as well and help our statistics. Uh, and if you're listening to this, please watch the uh, watch the YouTube show. Um, let's see here. And I guess that's the announcements. And we're going to guess today. Einstein. Um, LB8 India Juliet, um, new Norwegian ham, a new Norwegian ham tuber, and uh, doing something as special as CW actually on YouTube. Yeah, um, a new, uh, ham streamer as well, I guess. No, yeah, today. <laughs> so, uh, so absolutely. And um, you're here to talk a little bit about your ham journey and uh, most of all your channel and see if you can promote that a little bit. Um, and speaking about CW, Shetel uh, has a message uh, under his name there. Um, so um, feel free to decode that for us and put it in the uh, comments because uh, I just know E, T, I, and M. And that is not enough to uh, to pick up there. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to CW and... Uh, a couple of, couple of us have a CW uh, journey going, so um, we'll see what happens. Um, Tobias is with us in the chat, so um, if you've got any questions for Tobias, just put them in the chat. Let's see. Um, we, as he, Colin says, it's nice to see the challenge subs growing, and there's a reason for that as well, uh, because uh, before Christmas, we had... Um, uh, the ham radio workbench as guests on our show and they asked kindly if they could put the show out on their podcast so this week's episode of uh, the ham radio workbench was the european ham radio show uh that instantly helped with our subscriber count to yeah. put it mildly <laughs> that way up <laughs> yeah we should say welcome to uh, anyone from uh that came in yeah. that way anyone that, that came in that way you? either if you're listening to our new podcast or watching us on YouTube. Um, let's do our ham radio weeks uh, uh, before we... Oh, yeah, you got you got an off-topic already, uh, Bob. Go ahead. I'm having a really hard time uh, concentrating. What, 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 is, what, what does it say? I tried to send you a message, but you didn't reply. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, where did you try to send me a message? Messenger. Okay. Facebook Messenger. Oh, I'm not on that. Um, it just says can't read CW. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because I got CPT read CD. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which is uh, in a way correct. Yeah, in a, right. In a meta way. <laughs> and uh, and um, since we're still, if go it ahead, comes uh, to you, I, I had a hard time reading it as well. Uh, I had problem uh, uh, counting out the spaces in the in the dits and dots, and uh, and I, I also take it as a compliment to myself that I, I don't uh, read the dits and dots very well on the screen. I, I listen. Better. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah, um, uh, on screen. It's really hard with uh, with the spaces, and um, uh, I can't listen to Morse code. I can recognize CW, but um, when I learned it, I learned it the optical via flashlights. So we learned to ah. send simple messages in Scouts with flashlights, and then uh, uh, try to decode that. But that was really simple messages. I couldn't. I didn't know the entire alphabet, and that is thirty five years ago. So I probably can't do it now. <laughs> and uh, 45 Auto says European Ham Radio Workbench and uh, we're a couple of hours short to uh, be called ah. that actually ah. <laughs> oh. yeah but um, we're really uh, really flattered that they put the episode where they were guests up on their podcast um, it seems like we're doing something right if that happens Anyway, uh, Ham Radio Weeks, who want to start? Bob? I can start. Uh, I need a cheat sheet. Uh, I've, uh, I've been to a, a ham meeting, a ham, uh, ham fest at uh, Jøvik, uh, which was uh, really nice. It was a small one, kind of like the one that Morten uh, gave uh, about uh, six months ago or something like that. Uh, but there was uh, really good talks. Uh, one of the... Uh, one of the Norwegian uh, summits on the air, uh, uh, Elders, uh, held an uh, excellent presentation. And there was also a presentation of what's called Inlandsnette, which is a really fantastically cool uh, repeater network. Um, and uh, I, I'd love to get one of these guys to come on and talk about it because it's so awesome. But uh, just to, to summarize it, it covers maybe one fourth of Norway, which uh, and Norway is a long country. And uh, whenever you push uh, the PTT on your handy uh, HT, I think about 33 radios uh, start transmitting around the, the, the country uh, at the same time. And most of them on the same frequency. So you can, you, can, uh, you can drive from one coverage area to another and stay on the same frequency, same subtone, everything. It's an amazing setup and it's really cool to hear how they, uh, they manage that and all the, all the difficulties uh, in that. So. We should get yeah. one of these guys to come on and talk about it because that, that's uh, that's an amazing setup. It's also in a lot of like valleys and high mountains uh, area, yeah. so it's um, uh, it is an amazing network. Yeah, and it, it's the old police repeater network though. Uh, before the police switched to Tetra, it's the old police uh, hardware. It's uh, it's not the network. They built the network no. and configured it and everything. But they okay. got, uh, got some hardware so it, from the police. Yes, it's just the hardware. It's not the linking and everything. It's not. All the, all, all the linking is uh, over the air. All the linking is uh, UHF, and the the, uh, the in-laws is uh, is VHF. So uh, there, there's there's no fiber, there's no uh, internet, there's no nothing. Everything is over the air. Uh, amazing stuff. We should get someone to talk about it because that's uh, that's a very very cool setup. Uh, so happy I got to uh, to listen to that. I'm 
really thought about that, uh, how that works before. But it was fun to, to hear it from the guys that actually built it. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mean to go really all that much into it because I don't know enough about it to do it justice, but we should get someone to talk about it because it's, uh, it's uh, really fun. And on the way up on Friday, I managed a summit. Uh, that was uh, Lima Alpha Oscar Lima 047. Uh, that was the same one I did before, uh, right before Christmas. So as a new year, you can do summits and uh, get another five, five uh, points. And on the way back today, I stopped by Lima Alpha Hotel Mike 129 and uh, Lima Alpha Oscar Lima 044, which is uh, the last one. It's another one I did before Christmas. Uh, so 15 points for me. That's, um, that's nice. And while I was up there, the uh, the sky opened up and the snow started uh, like you wouldn't believe. So I was driving home at uh, 50, 60 kilometers an hour, which is in Bald Eagles is, uh, well, let's say not much. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Slow, slow, slow trip. And uh, while I'm at it, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm doing the full on uh, presentation today, I think, because I I've, I've been watching these uh, ham radio work bench uh, people. They talk about what's on their bench as well, and I think that's uh, very cool. I got something in the post that I want to show off. I have to remove the background and what it says. This thing. Oh. Which is, let's see if I can turn it on. There's the Porter Pack for the uh, Hack RF, uh, which can do a great many fun things and uh, some, some nasty things. But uh, it's a it's a repeater. And uh, no, no, it's a, it's a decoder for all sorts of things. What I just started now, it's decoding uh, APRS. Uh, messages that's coming in via, via my antenna on the roof. Um, but that thing can decode a lot of things and also transmit a lot of things. So I, I think I'm going to show off some of the, uh, the cool things that you can do with that in uh, in future episodes. Um, all right, I'll I'll continue with what's on my bench. I got a new battery for the uh, 705. Uh, I don't know if you can... Ah, it's probably impossible to see. Yep. It's, a four, it's a four cell uh, battery. It's, it's really it's tiny. Up. It's a LiPo battery? Yes. Uh, so it, it basically, it's, it's sort of a bomb, but you can use it as a battery as well. Uh, <laughs> it's 150 uh, uh, milliampere hours, but it's 14.8 nominal, which means that it's a little bit more than you should put into a radio you care about. So I built this little thing, uh, which is basically two diodes in series. So that drops the, the voltage by 1 to 1.4 volts so that's uh, that keeps it in uh, within range for the 705 i brought this with me today i did three activations and used half of the capacity in this battery so anyways basically not basically nothing really small uh, tiny package so i see something wrong with that uh all right no power poles why would i put power poles in this it's married to this one it came with this one. I can't take that. I dare not take this off and put power poles in here <laughs> because it's not it's not 13.4 uh, volts. So I don't want to put power poles on there. And why would I put power poles on here? Because this is going into the yeah. 705. So, but yeah, I, I see your point. Uh, but uh, not in this case. Nope. Um, let's see. I, I think that's it. And how's your CW going? Ah, yes. Um, I've commit, committed to... Uh, to weekly updates. I know now the letters uh, E, A, N, E, T, A, N, and O. Uh, I can decode them at uh, 2510 uh, uh, Farnsworth uh, encoding. So that's the 25 word per, words per minute uh, signaling and uh, 10 words per minute spacing. So 
I, I think it's going quite well. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm, it looks like I'll, I'll be able to pick up at least one more letter every week, maybe two in the in the weeks that I'm bored. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. I'll report back every week. I promise. I'm not going to give up this time. Good. That's uh, always nice. Always nice as on pressure, and you're still on your over, overhead cam. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll fix that. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> and the virtual background. This is my overhead cam, by the way. Uh, it looks like a Raspberry Pi. It is a Raspberry Pi, and the Raspberry Pi camera and a, a cheap ring light. So yeah, there we go. Looks nice. Um, Chetil, how has your week been? Uh, it's been quite nice. I've um, done one activation. Uh, one SOTA activation today, which was uh, in some really heavy winter storms or uh, snowstorms. So it like it switched between being sunny and beautiful and nice and warm, and then suddenly snowing sideways. Um, so that was quite interesting. Uh, and uh, I tried doing another POTA activation earlier this week on a frozen lake, but it was basically too crowded. Like, uh, uh, I don't have young kids but i noticed that like uh, like between seven and ten year old boys are very interested when you start rigging up a lot of radio equipment on a lake uh they have a very short attention span and they bring all their friends to look at that weird guy so i ended up just explaining and then packing down before i started operating <laughs> all right I, I need to inject at this point because there's a uh, we're going to talk about other youtube channels there's something called rc on life this is a Swedish dude that does uh, amazing things. He has the best way of getting rid of uh, curious kids. Okay. Stop, talk stop talking about science right away. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very nice, but also very evil. <laughs> well, it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but uh, today uh, the operation was, or the uh, SOTA operation was really nice. It was. Uh, 27 in the log, and I managed to forget my antenna mast on the summit, so I have to go back up tomorrow. So another uh, SOTA tomorrow, then? No, I'm not bringing the radio tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be after work. It's going to be um, uh, just up and down. It's a very short uh, hike up there. Uh, also sharing a screen, Martin, if you want to. Yeah. yeah, I'll add that. Yep, so I decided to uh, order a new... Um, Card, uh, new QSL card uh, for Lima Charlie 5 Lima, which is my contest call, because somebody started sending me QSL cards to that, and I can't return those without the correct one. So, Are you supposed to return those cards? No, you're supposed to answer them. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, and, that, is, that is a task that has gone completely out of hand for me. Yeah, I rarely do it either, but some of them, like Lima Charlie is not a common call sign yet. So for many, it's the first time they can get a Lima Charlie prefix card. So, so that's it. And I also finished making a new channel logo uh, to like a somewhat simplified channel logo from what I decided earlier. So um, uh, that and uh, a meeting about the, um, uh, with the emergency communications group and some uh, summits on the air meetings have been on the agenda this week. Yeah, so a pretty busy ham radio week then. Yeah, quite uh, quite enough at least. So, uh, Einstein, um, how has your ham radio week been? Yes, uh, not uh, that much like like Chetil uh, has done. Uh, 
uh, I had a visit from my family uh, the, in the end of the week. But I, I started out on Tuesday with a great activation, put out activation on um, uh, Charlie's. Uh, I, I, I think it was Lima Alpha 1880. And um, yeah, it was just great. It was nice weather. And um, and we had, uh, oh, I actually tested out some new gear I have to show you. And um, I think this is uh, up uh, from what I've seen on YouTube. I think it's up uh, Chetil's alley. And it's actually do it yourself gear uh, by my wife. Oh, nice and yeah. warm. So it's a nice wool uh, uh, shorts. So uh, I, I kept warm this time. Uh, I was complaining on the Discord and, and chat is a 10 minus isn't really that cold uh, if you dress up. So so I, I did uh, learn my lesson. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, but it was a great, great uh, activation. Uh, and I, I ran this QRP radio through SDX. Um, and I actually managed to break up uh, quite a pile up uh, and people starting with QRM and uh, tuning on top of it. Of, of me and uh, yeah, but it uh, was quite fun. And uh, guess what I found in the pile? Uh, four DX stations, and I think that is great on on the QRP, and uh, that speaks to the power of CW. I think. Um, yeah, so the video will be out, I think, tomorrow maybe. Yeah, we'll and uh, I gotta find. I actually put a tab up with your channel here. Um, we featured your channel last week, but um, I'm gonna do it once more here now, uh, so they can subscribe to your channel here, Ham Radio Passion. And um, I'll see. I can put the link in the chat as well here, and there's also a link in the description for your channel. So, uh, so hopefully you'll get some new subscribers from this, uh, this show as well. Um, but uh, yeah, continue. Yeah, thank you. I, and actually that's, uh, all the, the radio activity I got done and, uh, but, uh, uh I've been uh, thinking a bit, uh, about, uh, this program as well, going to the stream this week. So that's uh, also a new thing for me. Uh, yeah. And I've been uh, editing some movies. I have a, a video also coming out next week uh, about the um, straight key night, uh, uh, 1st of January. So that's going to be, be fun to, to get out there and see see the response. Yeah, yeah but that's uh, pretty much my week, I think. And, and I like one. Night? Yeah, go ahead, What's Bob. The... Is, is a thing called straight key night? Yeah. It's the uh, like first it. of January each year. Uh, the full UT. It's it says uh, it's called the Straight Key Night, but it's uh, the full UTC day. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, everyone brings out their straight key. So you you're not uh, you know you, you're not done. You, you have ordered your uh, Begali paddle. You need a straight key as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I understand that because it, it sort of sounded like gay bashing for a minute, but uh, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> this um, is about. CWGs, Bob. It's about CW. Yeah, uh, uh, that's uh, that's that's fine. I'll, uh, I'll I'll get a straight key for for New Year's next year. Yeah, and I see that Andy Cowley has subbed to your channel for a long time there, uh, Stan. So uh, uh, that's good. Um, let's see, my ham radio week. I got a workbench cam as well. 
A uh, couple of things. Speaking about CW, uh, I've been working on the train back and forth to work on my CW. And I had a couple of things that I wanted to do this year that I made a video about. And one of them was building more kits. Another one was learning CW. So I built this more Sereno. I thought it was a tough build, so I didn't make a video on it. That was stupid because it took me 35 minutes to build from start to finish. Um, it's a CW practice device uh, with terrible pals, but uh, it's based around an ESP32 with a LoRa transmitter. So if you have several of these nearby, you can actually do CW over LoRa. Um, besides that, I played a little bit around with the mobile link at TNC2. The, it looks like a TNC3 and 4, but it does not communicate well with Apple devices. It does not communicate with Apple devices. It does not communicate well with Windows devices. Uh, I have not been able to make it communicate with Win Linux devices, but it communicates with Android devices. But there's no good WinLink client on Android. So um, I'm not really sure what to do with this. Do you use that uh, Morstuino on the train? No, I, I, don't, I don't use that on the train. I use an <laughs> app called Morse Mania on the train. Yeah, because I, I imagine you sitting there pushing that one like a maniac on the train going on into Oslo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, th that would catch some attention on the morning train. That um, would make a great video. Yeah. yeah besides that, I got a pink 3D print here because my LoRa boards are hopefully arriving tomorrow. So... Uh, I am ready to put my tracker in, get my uh, eye gate up, and start experimenting with that. And then it's this little thing, which actually proves that you can use a Comic Sans font on something that is well constructed. Uh, it's uh, it's an APRS Digipeter and eye gate from uh, Microsat. So I'm just waiting for a cable to connect it to a radio. And uh, then I'll be starting out testing out the Digipeter and iGate I'm putting up. And who would like to guess what kind of radio I'm going to use with this? Yeah, I, I went to Microsoft, uh, the Microsoft website, uh, Bob, and ordered a ready-made uh, cable. Ah, right. <laughs> uh, I, fi I figured after uh, bad soldering jobs on a couple of plugs a couple of times, it was just cheaper to... Um, order a cable that works that's true. I'll, I'll tell you this I, i've soldered uh to this once before uh and i only needed two pins what i ended up doing was chopping off all the others not easy so i figured i'd uh i'd buy a ready-made cable but uh who would like to guess what kind of radio i'm going to use for this i think i know so i'm i'm, I'm just gonna keep quiet no, I have no idea. No, <laughs> no thing. Uh, at least for testing, and then I'll see if I can find a good uh, good mobile radio to use with it. But for testing purposes, uh, uh, one of my Baofengs gonna gonna work for this. Hmm. Um, so um, so we'll uh, we'll see uh, see how this plays out. But I think it's gonna play out and. For starters, I'm going to use an antenna up in my attic, and when snow goes away, I'm going to have a five-eighths uh, vertical uh, up for this. Hmm. So um, there will be some APRS coverage in this area as well, which there isn't. 
Oh, it's, it's going to be permanently. Uh, it's going to be permanently. I've uh, I filled out the paperwork for uh, DigiPeter call sign. Oh, nice. Cool. Uh, so just need a couple of signatures on that. Send that into the right authorities, and uh, we'll get a LD call sign back for that. Nice. So that, you have to pay no, th those are free. Uh, the call okay. signs are are free. Uh, the thing is, though, um, it has to be a club. Yeah, you can't do this as a private person. It has to be a club that runs a digipeter. So I need some signatures and all the bells and whistles. But it's going to be physically located in my shack. Hmm. Cool. That makes it a bit more accept uh, acceptable to use uh, Baofeng as well, because uh, things break, you can just screw in another one. And uh, two seconds back. Ex exactly, but uh, but uh, I am going to switch it to a better radio at some point. But um, um, there's a maximum EIRP of 25 watts, and with the gain of the 5 eighths wave antenna, uh, I'm getting pretty close to that with a Baofeng. Oh, okay. Who's, who sets these rules? And is, is that a league or uh, the authority? That, that that is a legal requirement. All right. Yeah. For digipeters. Yeah. Huh. So it's it's not the uh, the power from the the radio. It's the uh, radiated power. Hmm. So when I did all the calculations, I was up to uh, with the feed cable length. I guesstimated uh, because you have to fill those in at the application, and uh, I ended up at sixteen and a half watts ERP. With that antenna, yeah, that should be enough for a digi. Is it going to be an eye gate as well? It's going to be an eye gate as well. Um, as you can see, on uh, let me switch the cams again. Uh, this is self-contained device, by the way. It's got a web interface, and you run everything from the web interface. Uh, no need for a computer, uh, but there's a network port here. Yeah. So uh, that's really, really nice. You can uh, you can just plug it into do a network and uh, have it going. And then there are some uh, probes here for um, thermometers and stuff, but I'm probably not going to use that. But I could. Yeah. So uh, it might be there at some point. Uh, first of all, I'm just going to test it and have it up and up and running and uh, have it running. And I'm gonna. Probably co-locate that with the uh, Laura iGate and Digipeter as well. Yep. Is it? Uh, uh, did you buy that uh, device? Uh, no, I did not buy it. It was gifted to. Uh, it was actually a giveaway at the, um, our Christmas uh, Christmas party at the club, and another ham got that, and he gave it to me to use for our Digipeter. <laughs> just to have a simple solution. Same with the Mercerino as well. So uh, and the uh, Mobilink. I think I'm your club. You get cool stuff. We do. Uh, yeah. We have one. We have one guy that gives really nice giveaways. <laughs> Besides that, it's the, the usual Baofengs and such. Yep. Um, so I guess that's uh, the Ham Radio Week segment. And uh, we got a new segment since we're not doing guess that mode anymore. Uh, since no one actually bothers to uh, to guess the mode. Uh, and that's promoting YouTube channels. And there's going to be a little bit of a segue here. I talked about Laura APRS, and that's how I discovered this channel. Um, and that's uh, Manuel Lausmann. He's a German uh, ham. Um, he's... Let's see. Uh, he's got a German YouTube channel in German, uh, but there is uh, 
halfway decent YouTube subtitles. Um, it might help to know a little bit of German, uh, but it does a lot of APRS, Laura APRS stuff here. So um, it's been really helpful to to kind of understand Laura and Laura APRS before I got started with it. So um, I've started to take a, a liking to this channel. And he's got a couple of cool projects. He's built a Laura APRS car tractor with a, a 2.4 uh, inch display um, on his dashboard and the rest hidden in the trunk of his car. And he's got a couple of uh, iGate uh, Digipeter builds. Um, so he kind of he hits every button of the projects I am uh, planning to do. So um, give him a sub or at least check his channel out if you know a little bit of German. And uh, now to our regularly scheduled programming. Einstein, welcome. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having um, me. Yeah, and uh, welcome to Ham Radio YouTube. It's a really friendly uh, space of the internet where people usually are nice. Um, so, um, uh, when did you get your license? Yeah, my license. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I took my exam in uh, the 30th of May, I think, uh, 2023. So, yeah, been a Ham less than a year. Uh, and and, uh, and what made you uh, think about getting your license? Because that's always interesting to to hear. What was your gateway drug into ham radio? Actually, my um, my good friend Eivin uh, uh, LB Seven Victor Juliet is. Uh, I think he was here in the chat. Um, he has. Uh, uh, asked me several times over the last years to if I would consider joining him taking the license and I'm always been like nah why would I why would I take a license to be able to talk on walkie talkies with old people <laughs> <laughs> I totally misunderstood the hobby <laughs> anyways uh uh last uh, january he i think he finally gave up and uh, he signed off up for the course and then took the the license course and um yeah and chetil you should really not underestimate the the power of of talking to 10 year old people because uh, my son was over at Eivin uh, uh, several times listening to the radio and um, and he mm. came home to me and dad you really need to take the have radio license <laughs> and he was oh, yeah. really no, I, although I show them everything, so like uh, I think it's important to give people, give kids like a lasting memory of us not being weird people, like those old guys with hams or with uh, yeah. but uh, that we actually do some cool stuff. Uh, yeah, that's great. So every opportunity to show it off, then I'd take that. Yeah, yeah and I, I I met your son on field day, is that and. Yeah. Um, he and he's also been out to a poda activation we did uh, between Christmas and New Year's, and he is really enthusiastic about uh, ham radio. Yeah, and he is, um, he and he measures value in baofengs, and that is uh, a rare trait in a kid. <laughs> All right, well, you have to tell me what, what do you what do you feed this kid? Because I, I need to get get my phone somewhere. Oh, I don't know. He's just uh, so curious about uh, the world and everything, and um, <laughs> and the ham radio has uh, has really caught him. 
so he's uh, he's uh, reading up on the license him as well i don't know uh, when uh, when he's ready it's it's quite early for a 10 years old i think but he's a smart kid yeah uh, and, and yeah. i i am i am impressed though um because when we grew up, we didn't have the internet in the same way. Uh, we didn't have that really short attention span. We were used to being bored. And um, and then you dialed around on the radio. On you, you figured, what's SW on the radio? And you just start fiddling with the radio. Uh, yeah. Today's kids don't have that experience. So um, I, am, uh, I am impressed that uh, you managed to uh, convince them to uh, be interested in ham radio. Yeah, uh, there's there's got to be something about this hobby that uh, ticks a nerve or something. I don't know. Anyways, uh, my um, even uh, I think uh, when uh, he, it was the night before his uh, exam, he was uh, was uh, I was sitting down with him and and was uh, uh, looking through his uh, book, and I uh, realized I totally misunderstood the uh, ham radio and. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was just uh, like uh, 98% uh, other stuff that was uh, cool to know. So I uh, I asked to borrow his book after he, he, uh, he passed the exam. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, he told me the next uh, the next course is uh, January 2024, or uh, is it February? Anyway, it hasn't started yet. So, but I'm an impatient guy, so I couldn't wait that long. So I, uh, I read up myself and went to Norwegian Radio and Relay League uh, headquarters and, and, and took the took the test. Hmm. So uh, yeah, that's how it started out, and I have the uh, QSO the same day on uh, Baofeng. <laughs> yeah, and and um, and I just I just gotta ask though because you were able to to read and learn this stuff and. Um, I'm not sure if everyone knows the Norwegian curriculum, but it's it's a pretty tough curriculum if you don't have a science background. So, what's your background to pick up everything so fast? I'm a, my background is in computer science, uh, but so not that related. But I, I did take half a year of uh, electro uh, electro engineer uh, studies. So I always had a interest in electronics. But not not that um, always uh, uh, DC. No, uh, I had to learn everything about the AC. Then. So, but uh, I had some some uh, foundation, I think. Yeah, that's good. I see Steve's got a question. If we have a tier system on our licensing in Norway, and we do not at the moment, but um, there is a beginner's license on the way, but. I don't know when or if it's going to go through. Uh, I know that everything's finalized and it's it's at our communications agency uh, for approval, um, which is going to be modeled after the uh, the British. What's the beginner license in Britain called? Um, novice. Uh, I, novice, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be limited to power and limited to what kind of equipment you can use. You cannot build your own equipment and such. But um, that is common, and it's going to be an easier curriculum to uh, to get. Uh, the beginner level in Britain is called the foundation license. Yeah, we used to have uh, back in the. I think they stopped with that in the nineties at some time, when uh, Lima Bravo and Lima Charlie were different types of like beginner licenses. Mm -hmm. So, so for now, it's uh, everybody has the same license. 
Um, which is uh, which is good, but uh, it's tough for some people like me. It is. Uh, I think I passed with one, and then I had just studied engineering and done a lot of electronics. Uh, so, so it is. Um, uh, but uh, we had a simpler curriculum than you guys had. Yeah. Did you did you have the sixty question test or the thirty question test? I stand. Uh, sixty, I think. Yeah, sixty. Yeah. Probably because yeah, I had the sixty question test, so he, he he's yeah. had it. Yeah. I I had the 30-question uh, 30 test. Uh, I failed the first test, admissibly, uh, to put it mildly. Uh, when I went through the questions after the test, I figured that I might have had a couple of a couple of them right. Uh, then I studied hard for a week and uh, had one wrong on the second attempt. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, we. Um... Uh, we had a different test before, like it was changed before you got yours, Martin. I think, uh, yeah, before, uh, but uh, yeah, anyways, uh, it is really cool that you read up though, that people do that as well, that people don't yeah. just don't take the courses. Um, it's not for everybody either, but I guess nowadays everybody can join online. Before COVID, you had to go physically to a place to attend yeah. the courses. Yeah, and and uh, it it's probably other courses that run all through the year, but uh, uh, not locally here. And and uh, so it was the the net course uh, was my, my option, uh, mm. but not really option though. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a uh, there's a one one uh, net net course that just started in Norway, and there's another one starting in maybe just a few weeks. So if you're in yeah. Norway and you want to uh, uh, take a course, uh, you can either uh, try googling it or you can uh, you can get in touch with us at our yeah, email uh, address. And I'll, I'll find the the course coursework for you. Uh, I, I really recommend doing the course, uh, not because it's difficult not to do it, but there are all these other things that are not the facts that you need uh, that you you miss out on, and you mm -hmm. have to discover them on your own. So mm -hmm. I, I would uh, recommend the course even. If, even even if you're really capable of uh, managing to uh, to to take the exam uh, yourself, and I, I, I'm sure you can attest to this, uh, Stan. Uh, you probably had many many questions uh, when you got your license that you wouldn't have had uh, if you've been a part of that uh, dynamic of the of the course over the ten weeks. So, yeah, and also, also, uh, this is also about uh, getting in touch with people and and talking with people, and and the course really helps to get build that uh, first network of uh, hams, uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. Uh, absolutely, to join yeah, the absolutely. course. And yeah, and uh, if if anyone watches pretty much from anywhere in the world, join our Discord because we have people from all over that could help you figure out where to start your journey towards a license if you're watching this and you don't have your your license. And um, it's hamshow.eu slash Discord uh, if you want to get in touch with us there. Or it's uh, cq at hamshow.eu if you want to send us an email. Yeah, I was yeah. also I would also encourage people to, if they know somebody that, potentially would like to be a ham operator encourage them to join you uh, be join you an, op an operation and see what it is uh, because yeah. people like everybody thinks something weird about ham radio until they see it uh, mm -hmm. even when they see it like uh, when i met a lot of people today on the soto summit uh, a lot of them just look weirdly at you or wonder what on earth you're doing yeah yeah so 
but it's um, absolutely uh, if you wanna if you wanna get your license, um, we can help you through at least some of the parts. A lot of the curriculum is the same wherever in the world you are. I mean, electronics is not culture dependent. So, yeah, except for for the one country where they use uh, weird measurements. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, once we get to Walt back, I'm, I'm going to stop uh, talking about the ten meters ban and the uh, twelve meters ban. It's going to be the feet ban. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I do think that their their electronics is mostly the same. Like an ohm is the same. They don't have a weird ohm uh, thing. So uh, that's yeah. true. But the symbol for the resistor is different. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. So um, let's get back on topic for a little while. Um, <laughs> I, I am um, I, I am kind of curious. What made you uh, venture into YouTube, Einstein? Yeah. Well, I, uh, I I think I just stumbled upon it. I uh, I was uh, it was the end of my. Uh, learning cw not, or not the end i was still learning cw i guess but uh i felt uh, ready to get on air uh with cw and i took i was i was thinking i i can't let this uh, chance pass so i uh, took up the recorder and uh, to record a cue so when i made a lot of mistakes uh i i have tried to transmit a lot of times it was uh, really uh, i handled it really well all the times practicing but uh, suddenly on air after sending my uh, my uh, call sign uh, i was just totally blackout uh, major brain fart i think so uh, yeah you can enjoy it <laughs> and I, I put it i put it up there so to because I heard the Long Island CW Club, you know, they always uh, talk about how hard it is to take the first step on air with CW. People uh, tend to to push it further and 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 are really afraid to do their their first QSO. And I just thought, uh, let let me throw it out there so I can uh, lower the bar a bit and uh, maybe be. The worst I can service is a bad example. <laughs> so, I've, I've said this before, and I'll, I'll say it again. That, that was the coolest CW video ever. And I think that's the, the reason that I committed to learning now. It's not, it's, it's, it's not only that, but it, it's in part because of that video. Because that's, that's just a fantastic spirit, just going at it, failing, going at it, failing, going, and just not giving up and getting it yourself through. <laughs> fantastic video if you everyone if you haven't seen it just look it up right away yeah or you can and, wait for the stream to end but um later and, on. Yeah, you, you know please I, wait I for the stream my, to end <laughs> and you, you know i sent my call sign and and he responded and i i just blacked out i didn't know okay what do i send now i i, I knew what to send but but not in the moment and and i just felt like oh some letters i have to send something but so so it's back to your first qso then i remember my first hf qso with uh, a guy from the isle of Wight, and um i think i had my license for about seven minutes before i attempted that qso and uh <laughs> it, let's say it was not a smooth qso i did not know how to operate uh, but he was kind and he helped me through it and yeah, I guess it's yeah. it's the same feeling on your first CWQ, so right? 
Uh, yeah, maybe, but he's. Uh, I think the station I was uh, was sending was more. He was really in the routine uh, and uh, and uh, sending what uh, what he always sent. So. Um, it, it, I think it may, may be a bit harder to help out uh, on CW uh, in, in a way. Uh, yeah, but, but it's it's really st standardized uh, the, the the some of the QSOs on on uh, on uh, CW. And I found a station and I listened to him for a while. And I, I heard he he all he was doing was uh, exchanging RST and uh, and not uh, not a lot more, not the name even. So uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I could uh, okay. I can handle this, and also the the Pota and Sota um, uh, QSOs is also of the same kind. It's the mainly the call signs and, and RST that changes uh, between uh, between QSOs. Uh, sometimes uh, you get put off by, by something uh, other, but uh, yeah, it's uh, really standardized. Have you done any contests yet, or are you planning to? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice that you mentioned it, and that's my plan actually the next week, because in uh, in Norway there's a CW contest. Yeah. And actually, starting out um, when I started to 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 study for CW, we we had um, the field day with the with a visit visited the Morton and his club and and did uh, some field day uh, on SSB. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, field day next year, that's CW. But you know, <laughs> contests in CW, that's uh, usually, you're speaking about 30 words per minute. And I'm not just not there yet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I will try. Should, <laughs> I will try you should, to. Uh, join on, uh, for example, join a big club station when one of the big gun people are there, uh, like uh, Lee Malfa 8 Oscar Mike. He does the CW with both hands and has a headset with one ear to each radio so you can work two bands at the same time um so uh, but that's uh, that's a bit of skill yeah and training yeah. Um, is, is this a true story or is it just an anecdote no this is true this is absolutely true so if you la for charlie during contest time then that's what you see um but but i, I i'm thinking about cw and when I'm out doing a poda, and I forgot to mention this, I got another kilo this week. Um, hey. um, but uh, but when I'm out doing poda, no matter how big the pileup is, and no matter no matter how smooth it goes, there's always this one German guy that wants to rag you with you. Uh, what do you do when that happens on CW? Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm really unsure what to do, uh, and I. Because that that happens a lot, and you don't want to you you want to be uh, please the the ones waiting in the pile. Um, so I try to cut it short, but I try also to be uh, polite in, in the way I put them off. So so I uh, I send my name and my QTH, and then I say I'm on Pota. So uh, thank you for the short QSO and. <laughs> <laughs> Put them off. Put them off. Because, because that, that is actually that is a little bit tough when uh, people uh, really wanna really wanna rag you with you, and you're running a pileup that could cost you that pileup you have. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's the best uh, way to because uh, 
and and uh, but 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 I'm learning it, how to avoid it a, a bit in the um, when you're running the pileup. If you if you don't tell everyone once in a while that you're on Opota, they they may start to rag you. So mm -hmm. or if I'm calling CQ, uh, you you have to say mm -hmm. Pota. Remember to say Pota in between yeah. always. Uh, so so they know what you're after. Not everybody knows what POTA is, though. So yeah. uh, uh, at least on SSP, it's not always easy for them to hear it. But then again, it's never ill will from these people. Or no, it's it's it, it is not, except for the people doing uh, deliberate QRM. Yeah, That's the the people tuning on top of you and um, and the pileups where people don't really wait for you to finish a QSO. Um, <laughs> That is that can be tough, and I guess that is uh, tougher on CW. At least if you're not uh, really good with CW. Hmm. And speaking yeah, so, about that, yeah, go ahead. Uh, is that sorry? Yeah, so uh, I, I'm not really sure how to to put them off, but uh, if uh, anyone have any ideas or uh, know how uh, the routine guys uh, do it on on Pota, I, I would like to know what's the what's the cue code to to uh, let them off. Uh, <laughs> or um, we should get, uh, and I know he really would like to join us. He was uh, supposed to be on last week about SDRs, but uh, Thomas Witherspoon, K4SWL. Um, we should actually, at some point, since we're most of us are doing a little bit of a CW journey here, um, we could have Thomas on, uh, if you'd like, Thomas. Uh, I hope you're watching at some point. Uh, join us and talk a little bit about CW and how you do Parks in the Air and Summits on the Air on CW. Uh, because uh, he's probably one of the guys I know about that is really, really good on CW and activations. Hmm. I think yeah. I, I wouldn't know how to answer this question for CW, but for sideband, uh, when I'm on a summit, the QSO is usually me calling CQ. I get a, a response, and that's normally, that's very, very seldom. They they, they just jump into to the reg queuing right away. So you get one response from them. I send them one response back, their call sign, everything. I say, have a nice day. Uh, enjoy your weekend, 7-3. And there's very, very few people that will start a rag you after I told them to have a nice weekend and set 7-3. So that has worked quite nice for me, but that's, of course, on sideband, not on CW. I, I wouldn't know how if, if, if that's any different. And the, the yeah. thing is, though, when you give your first response and the guy answers, yes, my name is, my QTA is, the weather is, uh, if you get that weather here today, is, then you know you got to make that short pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you have a uh, pileup like I did uh, yesterday with, uh, I went out hoping for 36 QSOs, which I was missing for the uh, kilo. And I ended up with a, a constant pileup until I hit 123 QSOs in the log. Uh, I got um, Stuart uh, G5STU uh, as number 72. And I figured this got to die down at some point. And then he posted uh, on Discord that I had a never-ending pileup, so uh, <laughs> it just kept going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and when when you get those people, you just got to be really, really uh, polite, but you got to police your own pileup in a good way. Then, um, which we also talked about in the the uh, the band police episode, actually. 
Yeah, I, I actually took Tim's. Uh, I think Tim uh, was the was the one that made this uh, perfectly clear that you have you you have to police your own uh, pilot. Uh, you have to take charge of it. And uh, so after that, I started doing that. I, I I insist now on calling, using my call sign in between all the uh, yeah. all the QSOs, and yeah. also uh, every maybe every four or five, I will I'll repeat the summit reference. Uh, and I think that's helped a lot. Um, I, I I seem to be losing. Uh, some of the uh, the pileups. Some people don't want to bother to stick around because I get fewer uh, QSOs when I do that. It doesn't matter on the summit, as long as you get four, then that's uh, that's sufficient. Uh, but I think it's easier. I, uh, it, it's yeah. not all that often. I have to uh, uh, to run the numbers to to manage uh, to. Uh, to, to hear who's uh, who's in the pileup. So exactly, yeah. and I, I always do that, and I, I do that because I hate pileups where I listen to them for five minutes, ten minutes, and I don't know which station I'm supposed to call. Yeah. Uh, so I do that, and I do that also for me to get a little bit of a break between the, uh, the pileups, just to reset my brain, uh, which I find useful. Um, and then you got the the usual offenders, and we all know who those are that uh, don't listen. I, I tried to go for for numbers, uh, for number one stations, number two stations, and so on uh, yesterday, and I just gave up on that after three tries because I asked for number one stations and um, uh, Papa Alpha three Charlie Victor Delta, just as an example, came in, uh, <laughs> yeah. and um, and and it's it's so hard to. When you get those kind of polyps, it is um, it is really tough. And I think I I put in my spotting as well that uh, I need thirty six QSOs for a kilo, and that might have helped a little bit as well on uh, getting that pilot. But it it never stopped. <laughs> uh, the fun part is when um, when you lose con total control and like people start having QSOs with with each other and think they're you. I had a couple of those yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Or you had like three or four people saying thank you for the QSO yeah. at the same time. And you have one call written down. I had uh, an activation. I think I had to switch uh, frequency a couple of times because of the, the, that problem. And I guess that's uh, really uh, come up with the QRP rig. Yeah? That uh, yeah. you're really weak and, and they can hear each other better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I had one activation where uh, I got, thank you for South Carolina after one of the QSOs. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, I am not in South Carolina and I already have you in the log. And then I, I went ahead and checked, checked the POTA spotting page, and there was a guy in South Carolina on the same frequency. <laughs> I could not hear that uh, station from South Carolina, but uh, I guess a lot of the uh, the hunters did. Yeah, I believe that Kilo Bravo for Foxshot Hotel has gotten a lot of weird QSL cards as well. Uh, <laughs> at least a lot of the American stations, that when I started this, they couldn't understand Lima Bravo. Uh, so... Um, so they got a lot, but um, uh, it's hard, at least when you're doing QRP, uh, to do that policing. And uh, like, uh, if I were to stop down and do quiet and uh, like the slow mode things that you talk about there, uh, I don't not sure if I would be able to finish all the pileups today. Of course, uh, it was good conditions, but not always. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, so you have to like read the conditions a bit as well. Yeah, and you, you and you do. know, you know, with with um, uh, SSP, if you have a, a young uh, 
uh, kid uh, calling CQ or calling in a pileup, you you can clearly hear him out. And and uh, on CW, you could uh, be the be this guy by tuning a bit uh, on your frequency, going a, a bit off frequency. You could be that that uh, high pitch sound <laughs> yeah. that breaks yeah, it, the pileup. It's, it's the same. And there there are a couple of female hunters now going on uh, around Europe, and. Uh, they seem to have a lot easier way of breaking through the pileups than uh, a lot of the other ones have. Yeah, but you know their call signs already. So, like, uh... I I know at least I would say at least sixty percent of the call signs in a poda pileup. I know them by now. Yeah. So um, that also make when Manuel Equa Alpha Two Delta Tango, which has been weak lately. Mm. Uh, I I could not have picked him up in all of those pileups if I didn't know that it was him. That's true. I I I, uh, I don't know if uh, Christian does parks, but he does summits. Uh, so that's uh, uh, Foxtrot for uh, whiskey. Oh, I forget. Whiskey Bravo, Bravo November. Whiskey Bravo November. Thank you so much. Um, I I know that voice. They can be the biggest pileup. I can have twenty people calling on top of each other, and I, I know that voice. And I'll just uh, Foxtrot for Whiskey Bravo November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, he's he's always so nice, and I I, I worked him twice um, uh, this weekend as well. He he didn't show up on the last summit, so I, I hope he's all right. But um, <laughs> he, he he usually shows up everywhere. He he yeah. he worked me on every single summit I was on uh, Sardinia. I think that's uh, that's just amazing. Uh, and uh, and Don. Um, Golf Zero, Romeo, Quebec, Lima. Yep. Yeah. He's not he, as common anymore. Uh, he, he's, he's getting back there. Uh, he's been there in all of my latest podas. But he was away for a little while. And um, hmm. uh, and then, um, what's that Polish guy? Um, Andy. Andy, yeah, what's his call sign again? Oh. Uh, Sierra Papa 8, Quebec, uh, Romeo, no, Sierra Papa 8. There's a queue in there. I worked them today. Yeah, there's there's a queue in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so. it's um, it's like my cell phone di dictionary, like the spell checker that had like all of the call signs of all of the hunters around Europe just listed <laughs> in. So uh, it suggested a lot of weird things when I was writing other kinds of messages. Uh, um, we are getting close to the hour mark now. Um, so I guess it's time to um, start shutting the pile up down. Uh, turning our power down to let's say 100 milliwatts or something and see if yeah. the pileup stops. Uh, it rarely does, but <laughs> I, I was about to do that yesterday on my pileup. Hmm. Um, but um, yeah, uh, thank you for being on, Einstein. Yeah, thank it's you. Been, um, it's been a really great show, and it's been really interesting to hear about your journey from deciding to get your license to having a YouTube channel and doing CW. Um, that is, uh, and I hope uh, some other people really want to do CW after watching your videos. Uh, um, and at least here, I don't know about you, Chetil, uh, you don't seem to have made a commitment about CW yet. Oh, I have. You uh, have? My commit commitment is to learn to decode Ritty by ear before I start doing CW. <laughs> all right yes uh but besides besides that i walt is gonna do a cw activation by the end of january at least that's what he said on the uh show we had where we had the ham radio workbench guys on uh tobias knows cw so that leaves me and you bob yep and i know uh, et 
I am a and a couple more letters almost at least when I use the Morse Mania app on my phone on the train. Um, <laughs> I, I'm at level nine, but I usually start every every train journey with level one and uh, keep going and um, and see uh, how well it goes. So I, I, um, I saw in your uh, backlog you had the the episode why FT8 is better than CW. So I yes. expect a follow-up on that. <laughs> well. We were talking about that. In fact, if we can get some of the, the CW guys uh, to come on, we'll do an episode called Why CW is Better Than FT8. Yeah. Um, and that will be sent all in CW. All in CW. <laughs> just some. Just some. Oh, just that, a couple that, of more speeds uh, talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do not know what uh, that would do with our uh, subscriber numbers, though. Or, or viewership. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, thank you all viewers for staying on. And uh, thank you, Einstein, for being on. We'll be back next week with uh, Tim, uh, N9SAB from N9SAB Antennas. Uh, let me just quickly put that up. Um, let's see. I have... Uh, producing a show and talking at the same time is about as hard as ham radio. Um, there you go. Uh, Tim from N9SAB Antennas will be on next week talking about his really nice portable antennas. Um, I'm in the process of ordering one from him. Uh, I've heard just, I've only heard good things about his antennas. It's really good craftsmanship. So, um, I would uh, definitely take a look at those antennas, and he's probably going to talk a little bit about how he does stuff uh, next week. Um, and I guess that's it for now. Thank you, all, guys. Uh, see you next week. Remember to subscribe to all our channels. It's down in the description. Uh, and, um, yeah, next week, 7-3. 7-3. 7-3. 7-3.